We're back. Oh god. We're back. The world lets us. The Listen, boy the boys are back in town. We're we're social differencing. Oh. As my friend constantly says to so me. So why are you playing footsie with me under <coughs> the table? I've got very long toes. Oh god, his toenails are needing cut. Oh. Can we get a farrier here? <laughs> <laughs> but we're back. And this Yorkshire is the first vet. time in how long? Over three months since we've been in each other's company and it's like I've enjoyed being away. I'm not going to lie to you. I was getting used to doing all my business over the phone. Yeah. I was this, loving it. This, my, my, I've, my family and I have been getting on better than ever. Really? Well, we don't meet. It's don't just meet. purely on the phone. Because you have that phone thing. When mm-hmm. you're on the phone to someone, you put on a kind of phone voice. I do. Have you ever worked with somebody that's a phone voice is utterly different from their actual voice? Yeah, I think once you get to a certain... No, Have you got new specs on? I do. Oh, God. Do you like them? They're like a graphite. They're grey. The graphite, oh, yeah. Oh, look at that. You're I like, look like a, an architect. You do. You look like a German architect. <laughs> Albert, Albert Speer. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah... Uh, I think people of a certain age, uh-huh. they'll, they'll pick up the phone and they go, Dundee 252, you know, and it's that, uh, it's like the saw on TV. I've worked with the scummiest people, when they put the voice on, it's pure, like, public school voice. I do something and I can't stop it. Oh. Every sentence I say is like I'm winding up the conversation. So if you phone and say, what time's the show tomorrow? I'll go, about 10, eh? Right, okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm winding it up. Every single thing I say, people think I'm quite rude on the phone, but I'm not. I no, just, no, no, I no, feel like course, I'm winding it up. Well, that's how rudeness works. Yeah. If people think you're being rude, they're right. They, they're, they're right. Oh. Okay, that's how rudeness is. If they, God, that guy was a oh. bit rude. Rudeness doesn't work them going. Oh, I thought I'll you were going to be on the side be, for a minute. Then. No, no. Oh, Christ. I'm not on the side of someone who's fed me a strawberries and cream McVitie's digestive. Listen, they were on sale for a reason. Because I, I bit into it, oh, and it? honestly, it tastes, it tastes fermented. Oh. And I went, oh, fuck. That's a childish flavour, strawberries and cream. I didn't the like thing it is, at all. They'll, they'll have a whole department that's like uh, food experimentals. Getting the people that are round the back of the factory and they're trying new stuff. Yeah. There's like the, the Willy Wonka folk at work for oh. the beans. Can they'll think, what? Somebody they're obviously said, trapped in there. Why don't we create the all day breakfast? Right. That just yeah. didn't spontaneously exist. That was worked out on the tiny little piece of egg. Yeah. It's, it's like a Operation Paperclip. I've also just had a, a little sip of my coffee. Oh, I don't. And I got Tesco's classic. 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 It tastes now like you've got shit. to remember. This morning, I had my own <sighs> my own bean blend, which I freshly ground. Have a taste. See what you think. It just doesn't taste like coffee. It doesn't taste like coffee. It no. smells like coffee, but it doesn't no, taste well, like it. Well. When you open the jar, that, there's a distinct coffee smell. But I think they've sprayed it with a coffee smell. That doesn't taste like coffee. It smells like coffee in as much as these a Revel coffee sweetie smells like coffee. That's very accurate. It's not correct. Who buys Revels? Because ninety percent of them are the orange one in particular is just oh Jesus. I don't I don't like them. The only purpose the orange one serves, if you're doing choky wanks and you don't have access to an actual Satsuma, you can pop an orange Revel under your tongue. I I have I just said to my partner this morning, I says I'll be glad to be back in the studio with Goron because to have the, the the contact, we don't talk over e- each other as much because you could see you're building up to say something. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's yeah. awkwardness yeah, on yeah. the phone the and stuff like all, that. Yeah, it's awkward. And I think we did well considering 
And I thought we could get into some good conversations because the world's changed in many ways. Literally, a lot of people say that, and it's a bit hyperbolic, but it's literally changed since we last did this. Yeah. But no, choky wank. Choky, choky wank. sake. Choky wanks are a constant. <sighs> Who first did a choky wank? I don't know. Jenka do chimpanzee. Know. I watched a thing on YouTube the other day, and it was they were showing monkeys. Yeah. A chimps. Yeah. And orangutans magic tricks. Right. Okay. I, I've seen this. It's quite wonderful. It's a, a particularly. I saw a gorilla getting showed a magic trick, and I was having a great time. I hate magic. Right. Okay. But I'm an evolved form of a primate. It shows you there must have been a cut off point. You use evolved in a very strong fashion. Yeah. There. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get excited about using that word. I'm essentially a chimp. I'm slightly. Well, I'm the thing hate, is, I'm not I've, hairy. Though I've seen. I do eat more shit. And I, I open a banana in the correct fashion. I'm going to pull. It, I'm going to pull this back to a more intellectually. Alley thing. Oh, I, Listen, I, I've seen monkeys. Oh. I've seen monkeys train deer to ride them. Oh, I've seen R- ride. Uh, no, in the proper way, like a okay, horse. Okay. I've seen uh, chimps make fashion earrings. I've seen uh, uh, all sorts of things where people believe some of the mm-hmm. the, the more important primates yeah, yeah. are entering the Stone Age. Absolutely incredible. They're so ta- They're taking their time, though. They were domesticating animals. Right? We were domesticating animals before we were out of the trees. It's amazing. But does that mean that the sort of very fundamental foundations of the choky wank is being developed in our lifetime? We could go out in the, the, the jungle right now uh-huh. and you'll watch a, a, a chimp because they're always wanking. Okay. They're always, you know. No, no, no. But I, I think there's a oh, difference. What? Human wanking mm-hmm. primarily is yeah. a solitary pursuit. You go in, you discreetly masturbate in a cupboard. Like myself, I <laughs> get the get my tooled leather belt around the neck. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, put is on that some, why you wanted that? Put, put oh. on some Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> <laughs> but a chimpanzee, yeah, a wank has some kind of social capital. They masturbate in front of each other. I don't think a, a chimp won't go and hide in a bush and wank. It go check this out, other chimps. But but then they'll go and check what I've done. I've taken the wank to new levels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tongue so hanging out. And I everything. Am, I'm getting put it out there that wanking was the first form of currency. Oh, like the pound coin. Yeah. Well, do you remember being a kid and the pound coin came out and the twenty p came out and you would show your mates? Gee, I, I've I've never recovered from the smaller fifty pence piece. Oh, it's it was quite traumatic. Do wasn't you it? remember those fucking people? It just shows you there's luddites yeah. in this world. And I know people. I think my maybe was my dad one of them who just thought you can't get rid of the pound note. Yeah. Nobody's that, that getting the, that, yeah. nobody's getting to accept a coin. Yeah. A pound note's the stupidest thing you can imagine. Remember the state of them? They were very grubby. Remember the state of them? Remember the state of the old fivers before they got plasticated? Plasticated, yes. They were terrible. Always, without doubt, somebody... I always... Remember, what was the what was the note? Was it the tenor? No, there's a was it a pound note they used to have William Wallace on it or Robert the Bruce? Yes. And I always used to write on them, speech Uh bubble. And it's like that. B- bring me the bring me an Englishman's scrotum in a jar. Oh, right. And I sent magic into the world. But I wrote them every time I'd find one. I'd put it out, 
And I went on a date to Aberdeen and got one of my own ones back and changed. That's amazing. By the way, to people listen to this, we're not xenophobic. He's just stupid. It's, no, no. It's perfectly no, no, I'm not, I, I like English people. Like but, everyone. But Robert the Bruce didn't. That's what I'm saying. Yes, he wasn't I was a in fan, the character yeah. of Robert oh, the Bruce. I get it. I was, if Robert the Bruce had got his hand on a pound note, he'd that's have what written he would that do, on yeah, it. See, that's me. That's my performative nature. Like a wanking chimpanzee. Is this the same way you perform by cutting someone's signs down daily? Do you know the latest on that? Oh my God, what have you fucking done? Oh, You're going to so, end up in prison. So beautiful. No, like, no, no. You can't commit an illegal act against an illegal act. Hey, wait a minute. So if I hang around with a shotgun waiting for a robbery and I kill everyone. If someone comes to your house with a shotgun to shoot you, but you shoot them, is that illegal? That's, morally, that's morally justified. Yeah, but you're going to have to go through the well, court okay. system. F- a vinyl fly posting is illegal. Okay. You can't fly post. Okay. Signage on, you're allowed a sign on your business, but uh-huh. you can't just put signs all over the place. Because people would just be, what, roundabouts, you know those vinyl yes. v- VHS tapes? Yeah, onto yeah, I disc. That, yeah. yeah, who's that fucker? I bet, the, I bet he listens to this podcast. I bet he does. I bet he does. <laughs> but he, it's for people's like dirty movies, I think. Because mm-hmm. why else would you need oh, I don't dirty movies? It's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's material for, for my, my session later. Oh, Jesus. So he's been putting up these vinyls. Okay. And I've been taking them down. Because they offend me. Because I don't. The, the world's cl- the world is cluttered enough with stuff, with signs. Right. And I don't like to see signs. This guy has got vinyl signs. Okay. All around the roundabout. Uh-huh. On every wall, he can find them. It's terrible. He's the 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 junction boxes for the phone companies. He's he's affixed. He's glued right. okay. these plastic expensive graffiti. Yeah, it's yeah. expensive graffiti. Okay. But you know in front of his business, it's covered, it's like arrows, arrows pointing point to the door, this like is no the one door. knows how to yeah, work he, the door. Right, so, so I've been taking down these vinyl signs <laughs> and he keeps putting them back. Right. It's like he's in what he's at war with me, he doesn't know who I am, but yeah. we're battling. So the other day, <laughs> I thought I can't be asked taking it down because you have to take it down and then you have to take it away and yeah. remove it. Yeah. I cut them and cut them in half <laughs> and then quartered them, walked past it yesterday, he sellotaped them back no. together. He's been out with the tape. Now, they were all awkwardly done. I just slashed at them. So he must have taken ages getting it back together. Listeners will be wondering, what did this man do to you? What did he do? During the Scottish referendum, he drove aggressively past me. And when I tutted at him, he stopped the car in ongoing traffic and shouted at me for a length of time and was considering getting out of the car. Till I forcefully told him I was going to kick his cunt in. <laughs> <laughs> and all these years later... And I've not forgotten. He's forgotten the incident, I've not. Every day, I see you skipping up the road <laughs> with Stanley Knife in one hand, snips in the other, uh-huh. smiling. You're oh, so happy, you're like a giddy schoolgirl. But he must have bought a stack of these now. Yeah. These vinyls. It annoys me. Would you can? It, it just, it pollutes the world. And he had them everywhere. He had them out on the road up to my house over there. And it's just... I have to he, say... It's a weird business. Years ago, mm-hmm. we'd go on the way to the beach, mm-hmm. surfing the weekend. We'd stop at this forest and all the wood that was on the ground, would pick it up. And the local guy would go, I've got some for you lads. And, you know, we'd mm-hmm. make a fire mm-hmm. at the beach. And it went on for 
12 years. It's a sleazy and thing then, to do have a fire on a beach. Oh, no, it's really nice. And then... No, it's not. You're not part of They got sleazy. stole... Uh, so, stole. They got sold. This whole forest got sold. The old guy died to this uh, family. Oh. A very well-to-do London family that moved to Scotland Here we to go. start the whole thing. I went in and I was carrying a bit of stick like this. And this guy ran out. Fucking theft, fuck you people are all the same here, you're thieves. And I'm like looking around him, right, shouting at me. This woman comes out, huge beehive. She's screaming that I've been stealing from her. And I'm like carrying a bit of wood, about a foot long, <laughs> you know, a little Aye. log. And they called the police, right? Uh-huh. And the police turned up and they come out and they went, lads, what have you done? I went, I was just getting wood from there. He goes, you're the surfer guy. So, yeah, and he went, Ugh. He says, I'll tell you where to go get some good wood because these arseholes are right in front of them. The women went mental, smashed her phone, and she says, you people stick together. You're all the same. And I was like, oh, oh that's... Do you think she's still living there? I think that they do. That's so weird. it was really over the top and the cops were like, just stay out here. They're, ah, just, yeah. they're phoning us every night yeah. for people walking their dogs no, and that, you know? You've got freedom to roam in this yeah. country. So mm-hmm. I took a revenge. Oh. I waited. Just a little time. I waited two years. Did you kill a whole flock of sheep with your bare hands? Kill's a strong word. Uh, I worried them. Oh. I told them about the hole in the ozone. No, <laughs> I I knew where they lived, uh-huh. and then I started doing really pathetic things like coming no, to pathetic, their house. Not pathetic. But I was motivated, mm-hmm. right? Then eventually, uh-huh. I had this massive garden at the back of this mansion up by Montrose Way. Right, okay. And I got a weed killer. And I went in the garden at night because we were surfing up there and drew, drew a giant cock. Oh, classic. Ejaculating. It's got to be. Did I have the spiky pubes? I went back two days later and it was like someone had carved it. Oh. It was the most yellowed. It oh. was beautiful. And I felt, I can let this go now. Yeah. No, I'd never let it go. <laughs> Until I see their actual obituary in the paper, it's not over. Even not that then, I've killed them, you know what no, I mean? No, but, but just, even then, it's like my ex-boss, he died a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and he was a complete prick. Now, it's not like, oh, my boss was a prick. Bosses can be pricks. This guy Generally. was quite vindictive. Yeah, you saw okay. him, not necessarily always to me, but you saw him to, there was a particular disabled person he would pick right, on okay. and I thought it was just the worst ever, right? And he's dead now and I still have unfinished business. <laughs> yeah. I still can't. Well, I am... Um, I used to work at a place in Dundee called NCR. Uh-huh. Everybody in Dundee has worked at NCR. I done two weeks there. Yeah, yeah. I was there for months. But they used to do stuff. People don't know Dundee. It's the called the cash. Yes, the, the and local they make, term. They they invented the cash machine, didn't they? And Something they, like yeah. that. Yeah. But they started off in like a, a cash machines for a pubs and shops, and they yeah. became cash machines. Anyway, so you'd get a job there for two weeks, and you'd have to test the built-in obsolescence obsolescence and yeah. stuff so you'd have to open and close a door yes so all day to do and then somebody would take over it's incredible it is, isn't it? It i is, worked yeah. in the the department called the parking department okay and they would put the cash machines and sealed them in these big boxes and they would be packed and they'd be sent all over the world indonesia saudi arabia it was mental mm-hmm. but it was the worst place i've ever worked mm-hmm. and the attitude what be, the cash paid really well, very well. So yeah. if you were in on a Sunday, you get triple time. Mm-hmm. So I, I was getting like fifty pound haircuts. It was mental <laughs> how much money I had. I mean, I remember my well house, invested. my house got robbed, and all my all my stuff got nicked. But I wasn't insured. But I just re, 
I've replaced bought it. it yeah. Bought it all back again. But uh, there was a couple of them, particular arseholes, and they would do stuff like people would come up behind you and try and staple you in the buttocks. And there was always... It was very factory gang yeah, warfare. Yeah, stickers. Yeah. They'd go stickers. They'd put stickers in each other's backs that said, like, I love bum sex. But they did that to a guy that was on his way to a funeral. Oh. So he... Just he was, war broke it. Yeah, yeah. mental. If everyone used to go about with this twitch because you'd be checking your backs <laughs> continuously. Anyway, I had a scooter at the time, a Vespa. And I kept myself myself because they were horrible. I used to read the Guardian newspaper. Mm-hmm. And they would all read the sun. Uh-huh. And they'd all finish the sun quickly, but they would never even touch my newspaper because I would cons- it was considered a bit queer. I, that was me. Yeah. I, I took in a I book. Say, uh, uh, oh. I say, would you, like, uh, would you like to read this? No. I came in, I'd make my own food and quite nice food and take it in and Tupperware and they're like, what? Because they don't eat ham sandwiches. And I was coming in one day and a guy was tipping stuff into a bin. This is about half six in the morning. I says, what are you up to? He says, oh, my wife's made me this casserole. He says, it looks a bit fancy. The lads will just take the piss. Mm-hmm. So he was destroying his own food. Yeah. But anyway, I had my scooter. Wouldn't have tell them where I lived. Didn't socialise with them. Absolutely. They, they followed me home. So the following day I came into work and they're like that. We know where you live. Anyway, two occasions. I was in the student union a few years ago. And there's a summer school they do for dafties. Mm-hmm. And here's one of them. The NCR factory closed down. And this guy's obviously trying to get to university. His name's Divi. That was his nickname, Divi. And he sat there with these young people. He's a guy mid thirties, and he's got he's got himself John Lennon specs because right. this is a new stage in his life, and he's holding court. And as I walked past my pint, I leant in and I says, "Don't believe a word that fuckwit says." I says, "I worked with him. He's a racist cunt." And walked off. That one. Right. Last <laughs> night I ordered the delivery of tinned meat mm-hmm. for my bunker storage. Mm-hmm. I've got to have two weeks worth of food at all times. Of course. Why so is these days? The front of my house is a lot of stairs and the, the alarm goes because I'm alarm in my garden and mm-hmm. chap at the door and here's this guy, poor bastard. He's dragged all these tins of meat up the stairs and he's pecking, he's blowing smoke at his arse and it's another guy I've worked to. And there's that moment where he sees me and I see me and he's like, I'm not dismissing what he's doing. He's doing a good job. Of course, yeah. But in his eyes, yes. he died a lot because he thought yeah. he was, he's not Serb. You know what I mean? Yeah. His ego, because he's a very flash guy. He had all these very exotic holidays. He drove a very fancy car. He's a fake tan kind of guy. And he just thought, he's done better than me and he hates me. And it was just glorious. And I was just so extremely nice to him. That's but I had a right spring in my step. The cash. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll understand the mistake that I'm about to make. Oh. I sat... In someone else's chair oh, Jesus in the canteen. I thought they were going to murder me. You know the only thing that saved me? Uh-huh. Someone said my name. Uh. And my mum, until a few years ago, ran all the boys' brigade and all oh, this. So, okay. And a lot of them had been through that and had a lot of respect for her. So they went, leave him alone. Uh, okay. Oh my God. See, if, if my mum never started oh, the boys' brigade, day. I would have been murdered for sitting in the wrong seat. They used to steal Two everything. in the morning, it's someone just, came in. Oh. That's not your seat. Oh. I'm on my own. The canteen was horrible. It was, like, it was Stalinist, but the money was really, really good. The money, I was there two weeks. Do you remember the guy like, that had the, they had the ponytail that went down to his ankles? It was one of these rat tails. So his hair was no. short, but he had just this tiny single little strand no. of hair. What a place That depresses me That was actually A worse place to work Than the chicken factory okay. Killing chickens We were two week workers Right So we came in uh, I was on the dole For three days oh. And they went 
get up to the cash, do your dexterity, yeah. the next day I started, like, the, they one used in the to morning, take you, you know? in a room, yeah. and they had a, a, a metal, a wooden board with peg holes in it, <laughs> and you had to get a tweezers, yeah. and put little pins in, and yeah. that was all your qualification and you needed. It's, it's not any further uh, advanced than you, when you see yeah. the Fisher Price thing, yeah. you got to... But people, people got it wrong. Do it. People they got couldn't it do wrong. it. Yeah. People couldn't do it. The, the, it's demolished. There's not a thing left. It's all gone. It. It's yeah. completely gone. And Because Dundee, the big employers, was Timex, who made the watches. Yeah. NCR. Worked there. Eight, Levi's. Levi's, who went. And every single one of them is gone. It's yeah. meant. I think it's, Levi's gone almost 20 years now, Levi's, I, I, I'm led to believe, they produced, they were on piecework, and they produced so many pairs of jeans, they are still selling jeans that they produced in Dundee. Incredible. It could t- if, if, if not, it's to quite recently. My singer in my band, mm. she worked there. Mm. Oh. Excellent singer, nutcase. But I think that was a, I think that was the best place to work. I think the, uh, Levi, the Levi's money. The Levi's women were, were she, a good laugh. She said um, we were needing a studio. Now back then, mm-hmm. a digital studio cost a fortune, right. about a thousand pounds. And she goes, would it help us if we had that? And I just said frivolously, of course it would. I mean, if we had yeah. that, that'd be great. She'd done a weekend's work. Holy shit. And she says, there's the money, go and buy it. I don't know what to get. I couldn't believe it. You could part, you couldn't yeah. believe it. Yeah, the yeah, money. Yeah. So when they were all sacked and everyone lost their jobs. Jesus. People lost their homes because they'd gotten these really expensive mortgages. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They couldn't get any work. Because they thought they, they, it was good paid money, but it was, it was kind of low. The NCR wasn't skilled jobs, as you said, but it was phenomenal. But it was overtime. There was people who'd be there all the time. And the thing was, the horror of it was, mm-hmm. nobody did any work in NCR. People just That's, sat about all sat the time. About, you had to, oh, I remember I got in and I had to put a panel, mm-hmm. four screw, well, four he, um, tech screws, you know? Yeah, yeah. You go, like that. And the guy went, you better fucking slow down. Because if I went one above... They went, everyone will have to go one above. We'll have to oh. work more. So they would not work more yeah. than it would allow. I was carrying like two boxes, empty boxes. And the guy says, that's a two two jobs. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah two jobs. Careful. But the, uh, I knew they were, they were fucked because I was in the production line. And um, they had a executives from China. Right. And there was, it was two women, mm-hmm. two wee lasses. And they were doing all the jobs were being shown mm-hmm. how to do stuff this is senior kind of management and the two lasses were doing this job of four people right and all the my guys I was working with was like racist slurs yeah, yeah. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. and I says you guys didn't realise that's yet. the end that's yeah, the end of you that's, that's the end of you the ma- you've, I knew gone. they were financially struggling a bit when I was there and that was a long time yeah. ago mm-hmm. because Things were changing. Technology was changing, yeah. and even though the cash machine was going up, yeah. there was other companies. Well, the cash doing, machines, it's get a go, and that's it. But I mean, it was a long time I was there, but they were they were struggling because there was one classic sign in the mm. canteen. There was a vending machine, and they took it away because it was too expensive. And when they start penny pinching here and there, yeah. that doesn't work. You've got to no. cut the company in See, half. You know, the sandwiches in NCR used to be a chewy roll with a little bit of monkey chopped pork in it for 10 my pence. Exes, 10 pence. My ex's dad was the, he called himself a chef. Oh. And that's where he worked. And he made sandwiches. He wasn't a chef. It literally, <laughs> well, wasn't it? It was a, yeah, 10 pence sandwiches. Mm-hmm. The best food I ever had. I worked in Walker's Shop Bread. Okay. That was another terrible job, summer job. And uh, the canteen there was subsidised and you would get <laughs> a full English breakfast, no, full Scottish breakfast, you get a slice of haggis pudding with it for 40 pence. Oh my God. 
It was, <sighs> and you got as much free shortbread as you wanted. Oh, diabetes was. Yeah. It, they're like, do you have diabetes? No. You will have <laughs> soon enough. You could take away just food bags, black bags full of. Black, oh, they used to feed the local pigs on all the broken biscuits, and you'd see you'd walk past fields of these fat pigs, and as the sun hit them, they'd smell of buttered shortbread and oh, sweat. How Imagine a pig that's just been eating buttered <laughs> shortbread. My dad used to work. Uh, well, he was in the waterboard, right? And when he worked it, um, they were always going up to the keeler because they had lots of problems mm. with the pipes going into the the keeler factory, you know, making sweeties. Mm. And they were just dead nice. They went, "Oh, there's a little thank you," and it was bin bags of sweets. And it was like that's all. That was their currency. It was like, "There you go, lads." We wink. Bin bags of sweets. I don't. I'm a greedy bastard, but I don't think I would eat stuff by the shovel load. Is a shovel. By the pallet. Is a pallet. <laughs> but when I was at the shortbread factory, I don't know, I told you this one, I come in and there's a, a forklift truck come in with this big bag on the front. Right. And I said, the guy, what's in the bag? He says, go in the step ladder and have a look. And I peeked in and it was a ton bag of chocolate chips. And I says, can I have one? He says, have as many as you want. Oh. And I was just handfuls of the <laughs> Oh, my face was all smeared. It was like Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> Oh, oh God. man, no, but Dundee was affluent because it had these big employers oh, God, which yeah. were supposed to be there forever. They were never going anywhere. My singer, she, yeah. give her, her she was an okay person, but and I hate to say this, but you know how just some people are just not the brightest? Oh, yeah, yeah. And she wasn't. And she would say things like, oh, I'm not buying a second-hand house. That's thinky. And, you know, even that sentence, you, you know where I'm going. Yeah. But the money she had, yeah. she went and got this was this was like exactly twenty years ago. She got a forty grand car. Jesus Christ! And just went and got it. And it's like the ca- co- cash paid the, it. The people gone. I know like that attitude is any folk I know who've worked offshore. Yeah, they never put their money aside because yeah. they thought oil's no good run it. They've got money forever. But yeah. they yeah they've but they just blew it. And now you get a degree in Aberdeen for the decommissioning. Of oil rigs. Well, Dundee decommissions. Do we decommission oil rigs? I'm not sure what we do with them There's oil rigs out there. They're parked there, yeah. They're parked there. A Michelin shut the other day. Michelin. That was it officially closed. yeah. That was a big employer. A big employer. That was the last of the employers, but they were quite good. But they, they, you knew there was shady practice going on. They used to have a set shift, so they were guaranteed these hours. Mm Mm-hmm. And they came to them just before Christmas and said, look, guys, we want to break up your shift patterns a little bit. But so what will happen is you won't be maybe guaranteed the same hours, mm-hmm. but you will, because we're really doing well, Michelin. But it's just in the, but we'll give you 10 grand. And folk were like that, oh, 10 grand, mm. and took it. And for about a month, the shift continued the same. And then yeah. they lost all of them. And all the 10 grand was spent at Christmas. That's it. I mean, now... I'm going to give you a story. This this story is like a hallmark moment. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Crap TV movie. Went out with this girl. Here's first proper girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And because I'm from a different area of town that uh-huh. people might see as a bit poor, they hate, the parents hated me. So that it should just, yeah. you know, that you shouldn't be oh, seeing this girl. It was really, but it was, they were quite, you know, vocal about it. Yeah. And I went did they lay into the house? Five years. Yeah, they did. Because uh-huh. they didn't want to upset their daughter. Did but they, they put a black me. bag down on the chair if you they, saw? I was, I was at a Christmas lunch once. They invited me down. And our gran was there. And I'm having a bowl of Heinz chicken soup. God, they are a classic family. And our family. gran was across from me and she says, look around. And I'm in this cramped little dining room. 
you could get four in it. They had ten. And, and I'm like, yeah. And she goes, what do you think? I went, about what? And she went, the house. I went, oh, it's lovely. And she went, don't get used to this. And it was a shitty... Yeah, and they really thought I went back and lived in a hovel or something, you know? <laughs> but anyway, our dad used to speak like this. And he would, let me tell you something, Derek. And, and he would... And I remember oh. next where I lived, there was a garage, and we knew the guy who owned it, and he never ripped anyone off. He was hey. a good guy. And my girlfriend needed a, 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 an MOT. And I went, take it into my neighbour. And he went, excuse me, you'll take it to a reputable, above-board, legal garage. So he just assumed everything to do with me was illegal. And Is that what it's called, working-class Tories? He, yeah. He, yeah, he, he was an to, absolute prick. He used to get people He was a like prick, that. right? He just hated me. But, and that's fine, you know, I, uh, I was young. Oh, well, you are quite despicable. I am. I, I get it, I get it. I uh, know where it came from. Uh. So he worked in Mitchell, and that's how we get the connection. But he was a manager, and apparently he stuck to the thing you needed to put your hand up to go for a pee. He was really a tyrant. Right, okay. Right? But he was a wee wimpy guy, you know? Yeah. Anyway, years later, I get a job um, working as uh, assistant fleet manager in a taxi firm in right. Dundee. So I'm working along, and he comes. Right, and I'm looking at him, I'm going, oh, what are you doing here? And he went, uh, what are you doing here? I, I can't understand why you're here. He just said that. Right. And I went, well, I've got a job as assistant fleet manager. He went, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And he got really animated. And I went... Are you a driver here? And he went, I, 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 I am a driver for this. Oh. He was a taxi driver. He had a breakdown, right? Lost his job and then became a taxi driver. And I'm like, that's fine. You, you're yeah. still going, man, that's good. But he was so embarrassed as your friend yeah, was. Yeah. Oh, no, he was not my friend. Well, what, he was so embarrassed yeah. because the way yeah. he saw himself. It's not you, exactly. I'm like, dude, you're working. Yeah, yeah, people are getting. If job you've not been well, and I've, now he hated me, but I've got, I don't want people to be ill or anything. So no. the fact that he had a. Maybe the skitters. An emotional. A light skitter. Incident in his life. Yeah, a bit of the runs. Yeah. And he was able to get over it and get working again. I was like, good for you, mate. Yeah. He walked out the job there and then. Because I was working in there and he wouldn't have someone. This is what he said to, on the phone to the boss. Because the boss come through crying, laughing. They were all talking about it. Of oh. my standard working in there. And I'm like, Was he one of these taxi drivers that wore a shirt and tie? That Oh God, you know him. Oh. And uh, it was like yeah. a knitted waistcoat yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, pullover. Yeah. yeah. Tax, I'm no offence to taxi drivers. No. But they are, the, they are the, the profession that's got the most thieves. Well... Because if you go, a taxi driver goes, yeah, they're taking you to the airport for holiday. They're like, oh, anywhere nice? Yeah, we're away in Costa del Sol for a month. Oh, yeah. Straight back to your house, Robert. Well, the, the, we had some right dodgy um, taxi drivers. But because the firm I worked for, they took on people that were lost their jobs or anything like that and retrained them. There was lots of people that weren't taxi drivers. Right. So they didn't have this attitude or this old school taxi driver so it was kind of okay but um, yeah to see this guy walk in and he he was shaking why are you here? Oh Jesus Christ and I had a a little badge thing on that we had he goes who gave you that? and it was like he ran the place Oh, that's a co- I suppose it's a and coping it was, mechanism. And I thought, listen, it's years and years have gone by. I'm not going to be nasty to him because he was nasty to me when I was 17. I'm you just you go- should have been. I, went, yeah, I, would, I went like that. Know. I went, Tom, how are, you, how are you doing in that? And I said, it would be rude for me not to ask how's, and I said his daughter's name. And he went, and she's married now. And I went, that's wonderful. And he goes, yeah, bet you're not married. And I went, listen, Tom. Oh, come on. I said, 
time's gone by. Listen, let's not be like this. We're obviously working together. He was, I'm not working together with you. And he started getting really purple. And I says, well, I'll tell you what. You see how you parked your car there? I says, you fucking move it before I kick your fucking head in. And he went, oh, I, oh, I knew it. You've never changed. Oh, it's like, you can't win. Yeah. This was like there's, 20 years there's later. There's a guy, there was, he brought a castle in a, in a Dundee Broyferry. Yeah. The, the guy that used to be the kind of manager, charge under that place, the senior, mm-hmm. he had been a manager in Timex. Mm-hmm. And he just, he was a, he was he was known as being a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. He was all on top of the uh-huh. women. Really, yeah. exactly the same. Hands up to go to the toilet, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So he tried to run the castle the same, but he'd, no st- he'd only one member of staff. Yeah. A guy called Francis DeFranco. Oh, what a wonderful name. Francis DeFranco. And Francis DeFranco was of Italian extraction, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. He, he tell you that every day. But he worked <laughs> with him. And this guy, Bob, Al Bob, the manager of the castle, decided Francis was too fat. Wow. So he, t- yeah, he took it upon himself to train him up. So he would make him <laughs> run up Goodness. and down the stairs to the castle 20 times and then run round the building 20 times. What, murder and then someone? He would go into his sandwich box and take out food he thought was inappropriate and just bullied him. And he'd be Francis put up with it. Yeah. But Francis used to think, when I, when I had the job I had with the council, Francis was considered the smart one. Right. Because he would. He knew a couple of words. I think he did the crossword, the Daily oh, Express. Okay. And one day they said to me, Francis is going to university. Mm-hmm. He's going to do a degree. I says, no, he's not. Oh, you are so negative about everybody. You don't believe it. Yes, he's going to. I says, Francis is not going to university. I can tell he's not going to university. No, no, he's going to university. He's going to university. I says, okay, fair enough. Hey, I was teaching a night class at university. Mm-hmm. And I went in and here's Francis shampooing the floor. With this big Hoover mm. thing. Oh, a wonderful job. But he had like the button it. on wrong and it was all just frothing up like something to a carry on film. <laughs> and the smallest woman in Dundee, this wee hunchy woman, was shouting at Francis, you fucking idiot! <laughs> and as I walked past him, I'm like, how's his degree going? And he was caught, he was caught in a lie. Oh. He didn't have to lie. Just say, I've got a new job. Got a new job, yeah. But people, that you're right, it's people's, people, cunts care what other people think about Well, them. my ex-friend from mm-hmm. I haven't seen him in many years now but he would always say you know in my job I command respect uh-huh. I do right but he lost his job a few years ago Oof. and I do know something because I haven't spoke to him in years he was very nasty um, he had sort of th- it was a reflection of himself it wasn't like uh-huh. you know he just he couldn't cope with some things in life and I just couldn't take it anymore and he uh, hasn't been working since and, and how long is this? Big, this is going on uh, three and a half years. Jesus Christ. And he's not worked. Now, uh, and I do know this because I know someone that knows him, and I'm not meant to know, but he hasn't contacted lots of friends in this time and isolated himself. And do you want to know why? Because he's embarrassed. Oh. He's embarrassed because he was in this job. He was on like 70 grand a year. He had this big job and he blew it. He just blew it. I bet he's the kind of guy that goes into his work, leaves the house every day with a suitcase with like a sandwich in it. Yeah. People do that. They do that. They don't tell the wives. Well, you know something? In this building, mm-hmm. I know people pretend to have a full business. And right. there's no business. Yeah, there's just no. They're a just sitting here all day doing nothing. Oh, Jesus Christ. This costs money to be in here. Yeah, it's I have a, to work and I have to. That's and quite they f- come in here and there's no business and they just sit and do nothing. There was a thing on a Netflix 
Mm-hmm. And it's one of these kind of crimey type, un- unsolved mystery, which I'm a big sucker for. Right, right? okay, I kind of like that. I love that. Especially if there's UFOs in it. Well, this series is right for you. Look oh, up. There it. is a UFO one. Oh, I love oh, it. Oh, but it's not such a good one. Because anyway, it's a, I think it's in Paris. It's right. a, an affluent part of France. And a woman notices a big, big, big house next to her. And she knows the family. I think she's a seamstress. So she's done work for them. And they're always there. And they're like the poster children for Fran- French aristocracy. Okay. He's like the Duke in the Count. Mm. The way I'm meant to yeah, be. Yeah, like you're yeah. meant to be. And uh, he's got his beautiful wife and he's got three children and they're all private school and they're very affluent and okay. it's wonderful, very French. And um, she walks past and the shutters are all up in the windows and there's a sign in the door, the buzzer saying, no mail here. And she's like, that's very strange. Because um, even when they're away, their weekend yeah. getaway, the shutters aren't down. So she goes to the police and the police have a chat and they go in and then nothing's nothing's wrong. Everything's kind of tidy, nothing. And she's just not sure. It's yeah. so strange. And then she keeps calling the police and then these letters appear from the, the count to all the family and friends saying they've went into a, a protective custody because he's been working undercover. Mm-hmm. And he's a very sober, a kind of charismatic guy and they've and no reason to believe it's not the thing is weird right. but the family her family the wife's family keep digging uh, and the police go back and they go back about 10 times and then when they eventually go back there's a kind of veranda uh-huh. and under it is all the family apart from the husband and their two dogs holy they've shit. all been shot in the head and they're all wrapped up in plastic fuck man and it turns out uh, he did that because of lost faith he he wasn't a successful businessman. You hear this all the time. And rather than just go, guys, I've I've pissed away the money. Mm-hmm. There's no money. Hey, we're gonna have to go and move in a smaller place. You're gonna have to yeah. come out. Can farm? I yeah. I love my mom and dad. If my mom and dad had said we've lost everything, does hey, Yeah, like so. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Hey, but he he thought it was better to kill annihilate his whole family. But he didn't kill himself. Yeah. He, they, they've never found him. He fucked off. He disappeared. God So mate. they think he's alive somewhere. That's but this terrifying. elaborate charade. But he, he, he relied on this. It's like Lord Lucan, famous one. Mm-hmm. He killed, he tried to kill his wife and he killed Nanny by mistake, I believe. That, yeah. And he went on a run. And the British authorities, the police thought, but it's Lord Lucan. Mm-hmm. He's not going to go on the run. He's a, he's a, he's, 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 he's a, a top guy. He's a he'll top guy. Come he will, out, yeah. He's going to turn himself in. Yeah. Imagine thinking that. Just How that, ridiculous. That annoys eh? me, but I think there's a bit of that in the, in the French mindset as well. The, the, the elite are somehow better than us. Some, yeah. They're not just venal, panicky. Just, yeah, normal people. Norm. This is the thing. People are people. It's yeah. like with the amount of travelling I've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, okay, I'll give you an example. Uh, you've been to Barcelona. I have. And you've never met people I'm, I'm that are more... Do you pass me across the Tesco can, Classic? Listen, it's, it's quality. <laughs> when you open up, there's ghosts come Hold out. Hold on. <laughs> I'll, I'll go and get you some hot water. Hold on, I will leave for a second. Is there, is there, is there no hot water in this? There is, but it's no. not boiling. Oh, no, that'll do. Jesus, what's wrong with you? I'm You're an animal. An animal. It's just to quench my palate, because I'm oh not used God. to this talking in this room. I've noticed something. Have you You noticed every time you pour that, it comes, it, it dribbles? Very much like the end of my penis, yes. £6.50, this, this kettle. The other as night, much as that. Because the other one was mouldy, because it had been here with water in it for three months. Is that one of those kettles, when you buy it, 
the the plug and the cable is inside. That's you know, it. I love that. That's it. I always, it makes me kind of poignant because you think, who's the last person that's just went... And then it's oh, coming to you. Got, see, nice. I, get the, I get the same thing. Uh-huh. But when I'm in a plane... I that's lovely down. and hot. That's lovely and hot. I look down and I see little towns passing you. Oh. And the sadness. Mm-hmm. This this morose... Ah, just this melancholic feeling of, I'll never know that place. Yeah. And in fact, I'll never be able to find it on a map. I'll never... That moment, and I try and take as much in as I can visually. Uh-huh. Because I'll never know that the people's whole lives uh, are there. I don't like flying. I think it's... I love it. But anyway, Barcelona. Oh, People are very Dundonian in Barcelona. There's a similar cadence to the. Yeah, you see people. You people see are people. You see very well dressed people in Barcelona, but they like a bargain. Yeah. I You see people opening up a wheelie bin and having a look inside. I loved being in Monaco uh-huh. and watching people in furs and coming down in Ferraris and queuing to yeah. get into Little. It was incredible. Well, you see Monaco, you could you can be very wealthy to to, to live. To have some space in Monaco, you need to be very, very wealthy. wealthy. Yeah. A millionaire lives in a wee shitty garret. Yeah. You, it, it looks like a horrible place, it's a, Monaco. It looks... It's like a shopping centre turned inside out. Yeah. It's not a nice place. No. No. But uh, yeah. Taxes. But it, taxes. It's as simple as that, And yeah. all the, uh, the kind of super yachts. Mm-hmm. I, I, in Barcelona, when I was there on holiday, there was a... The guy that owns Chelsea. Okay. His super yacht was there. I oh, saw it. Oh, goodness. And... Jesus Christ, it had a helicopter on it and it had a, on the back of it, the, 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 the play around yacht, mm-hmm. on the back of the yacht, was a super yacht. It's, and I think that had a smaller super yacht on the back of it and then a smaller super yacht. What I love is mental. when you see some uh, Saudi king mm. or prince or something and they appear and it's basically a cruise liner that's been converted yeah, yeah. into, yeah, yeah. and they say it's four berth. Huge thing. It's bigger yeah. than... The whole area they're, they're, I live they're in. They're kind of disgusting things because they're polluting. Mm-hmm. Like the whole, the, I know the, the kind of planes. Kind of, God, it's a shame for people who's lost their jobs, but the the fact there's been less planes for a while mm-hmm. is a good thing for the you world. You see the lack of pollution in the world. And now I was in Kathmandu and you don't see anything yeah, at any distance. Crazy. And now you can see Everest well, from get, Kathmandu. You see China. Imagine what London, like... There'll be more people. The, the amount of people that die from just pollution. Yeah, it's a. It's insane. They don't seem to talk about it anymore. No, because I know pollution is better now than it was twenty years ago. Yeah, it's, but it's it's car pollution. But yeah. the thing is, they're terrified to admit to things because the way things get solved is people sue, mm-hmm. and if someone says I have got this disease because of the negligence of my local council, that's when changes well, are was, made. It was like when. Uh, um, the doctors were saying, look, mm-hmm. when they were saying to my dad, this is asbestos that's caused this. Oh, Jesus Christ. But you'll get no one on on record saying it. You no. just won't. No. You can't afford to. No. He's, he soon- starts saying that, the hospitals shut down, the, and they were just terrified of what it would yeah, cause, yeah, you know? Yeah, just everything, because, yeah, you, the NHS mm-hmm. would, yeah, it's crazy. It's ho- Human beings are so terribly expendable. Yeah, so much of the time we talk a good game, and you turn on the BBC, and they're always like, "Oh, lovely!" And there's some old well, guy going up the stairs. It's like recently. Yeah. Now, this is coming out a bit late for everyone else. Actually, I'm not sure when I'm going to put this one out, but this this is old news for a lot of people listening to this now. Mm-hmm. But with the care homes, I think oh. it's fourteen thousand elderly people have died in care homes. Mm-hmm. Now, 
there's a reaction where you go, well, they're old, they're going to die anyway. There is. But what if I changed that and said, in the care mm-hmm. uh, service where it was 14,000 children that were waiting for adoption have just died? Yeah. You go, what? That would, that's a yeah, number yeah. you can't yeah, it's think. Pe- it's people that are So you have to, to kind of just change your, that your way t- of thinking I think, about I think that's... That's going to be the takeaway scandal. That's going to be the one that's going to come mm-hmm. and there's going to be an investigation. But this country specialises in three-year inquiries and nothing yeah, ever happens. Nothing gets they, done. Never. It, they're just like scratching an itch. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's it's always the same. But this country... It's weird, this country, because things are quite stable. Oh, it's the status quo. It's a status quo. That's the so, problem. So yeah. things are quite canny, and we're not. There's not out people out in the streets generally in barricades, and governments tend to be quite stable and they stay for a period of time. But the, the flip side of that is there's so many cover-ups. Uh, there's countries yeah. where the demand action and they go out to the streets, and it's a choice between the two. What do you want? And it's difficult. It's. But, but sometimes the choices you're given yeah. are completely ridiculous. Yeah. And it's it's But there's things in this country, no we get too political. No. But there's establishment things yeah. that have never been under so much scrutiny. Which is and this I is, think this is a good the royal thing. family, for example. Wonderful. There's things coming down the pipe for that little nugget. <laughs> that in the days it's good to see that young people don't give a f- Young people are like, fuck this, that's not good. Yeah. And they don't have to take to the streets. They can just sit on their phone and make their voices heard. And yeah. it's, dan- it's dangerous for the establishment. That's right. Because they, right. don't, they don't like to control Ideas the internet. Are terrifying. The, the, yeah. yeah. The internet, the, the fact people can gain access without having to go to it through anybody's help. Well, this is the thing. It's like if people go out and protest or come oh. into action, that's very easy to stop. Yeah. It's tried and tested. Yeah, yeah. Young people think they'll go out and we'll change the world no, by no. putting up a banner. No. No. What is terrifying mm-hmm. for them, as you just said, is putting out an idea. Mm-hmm. Ideas oh, yeah. can propagate. That's well, terrifying. We should, in this country, be able to vote online. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah, it's I agree. more secure. You could get a secure thing, mm-hmm. get in place, vote online, and you could get pretty much you could what you did. You eighty five percent turn out for voting. That's right. But they don't want eighty five percent of the country to vote because people utterly might utterly terrified. Yeah, they might put their opinion across. It's absolutely terrifying. It's not good. You need to if you get living a democracy, you've got to let everybody speak. I'm, I'm just wondering if eighty five percent of the population voted would that necessarily lead to some good outcomes? Um, um, no, no, because then you've you've got to get this dividing line between the majority of yeah. voters and mob rule, mm-hmm. because populism then takes over. Yeah, and Ronan Keaton says something, and everyone votes that way. Hanging would be back. Uh, of course, it would. Well, would it? Young people, we've got. The I con- don't know. I think what's what comes after millennials. Gen X, Gen X, Gen Y. I think they're becoming very right wingish. Well, well they're, they're socially, yeah. They're, they're financially conservative. Yes. They're, they're socially very liberal, but they're financially very financially conservative. Yeah. Well, it's like to say if you're a, a a young man and you're not on the left, you have no heart. If you're an old man and not on the right, you have no brain. Yeah. I understand where all that comes mm-hmm. from. Because I think the older you get, you see things repeating. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to go, stop. Yeah, that's what my dad says. He we says, have to look, stop. My dad says, you've seen, he says, you've seen it all before. He says, and everything happens That's before. why the political game is sometimes so twee and trite. It just, it's they the, play silly games, the, but people the, buy it. The playbook generally yeah. works. That you like to distract. 
Hey, the, the millennials, yeah. are millennials who I find quite amusing because they don't wear socks. <laughs> oh, that but bothers millennials are, bu- are the butt of the joke of the generations after them. They think they're just avocado toast eating the buffoons. The problem is with millennials, they're like, oh, we're young. If you're a millennial, you can be 40 now. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, you're, you're not young you're anymore. You're not young anymore. There's younger people coming behind them and they're wearing good quality socks. Quality socks with a their good, own design prints on it. They're sock. putting effort in. Yeah. But these folk, you know what it's like. They'll wear, you'll see them wearing clothes and go, God, that's a bit silly looking. But they'll end up wearing the same beige gear as all old people. That's it. That's it. Not me. You, not no, me. No, no, I'm still you, wearing bright you. colours. But they'll always go, God, I like a comfortable shoe. Uh, you know those shoes you get but you can fold them in half they're so soft they look like a brogue but they're just so I get adverts oh god at the side of when I'm looking for a mountain bike there's adverts at the side for these handmade shoes oh. and the selling point is they fold they them they fold in half and I went ooh yeah, and I'd know. done it for the first time just a month ago I went oh, oh. how much of the 54 pounds I might oh, do like it. a thing you need for the garden so you can kneel on it without hurting your knees no I don't like the garden I've not got to that oh. stage I hate gardening I'll never change I'm Elliot through and through. Elliot. Hoodie. T-shirt with a cool... What did I see Elliot on? Cool design. Tank Girl. Oh, Tank Girl. I watched that film. It was terrible. The film is terrible, but the... the, I was never into comics, but the one comic I loved was Deadline because it had Tank Girl in it and it had no continuity. It was just madness each week. Okay. And it was very beautifully drawn, Mm -hmm. but it was... It's just madness. I liked it. Jamie Hewlett. Hewlett. He worked with that Damon Albarn and the Gorillas. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I know. I know what you're, know what you're talking about. Jamie but, Hewlett is ridiculously successful in everything he does through the last. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's had to work with Damon Albarn. Yeah. Nobody likes that. Damon Albarn. Yeah. He's. Not. There used to be a comic shop in Dundee called Black Hole Comics. Yes. Always empty. Always empty. No. No A to Z structure. No. Nope. When you went in, randomly nope. stacked. I went in one day. First time I came to Dundee, I was in the. Co- I've not bought a comic in a long time, and I went in and I was having a little browse. And he goes, "Excuse me, if you're not getting buy anything, get out." And I goes, "Fella, do you understand how a fucking comic shop works?" I says, "My intention is to buy something, but I'm just having a look first. And we had a bit of a set too. But then after that, he was absolutely fine. That but what guy a, with the lank black hair, with the lank yeah. black hair. His 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 hobby Uh-oh. was getting the bus to Forfar and going round the charity shops. Oh, he was an unusual. Him and his wife. Hey, so his mother married. was there. His, no, his, oh, mother. his mother. He had a daughter. He used to sometimes be in there. Yeah. Jeez, really? Never, it, I would I would avoid the shop between the hours of one o'clock and two because uh-huh. he'd go for his one o'clock shite oh, and the whole place would smell. And can comic book paper yeah, it, it picks up everything. The smell. I've got all the comics up in the attic somewhere. They're all wrapped in anti non acidic mm-hmm. paper in little sheaths. 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 They're individual wrapped sheaths. Listen to this. I had my deadline comics uh-huh. wrapped in their sheaths. Uh huh. Every single one, uh-huh. perfect condition. What happened? I don't know. They disappeared one day. What do you mean disappeared? Right. I was in a. Uh, sure. I was storing stuff. Right uh-huh. in a studio. Uh-huh. Locked door. Went in. Everything was there apart from this three boxes of comics. Someone that I know, but I don't know which one. But I know them. Went in. And took dirty them. bastards Oh dirty bastards It was between three people And I honestly don't know Which one it was oh, I would have had them I'd, and have, that's, I'd have snatched each one of them Off the yeah. street oh, I went Tied mental. them to chairs just, And no, then just know. started Cutting away parts Yeah 
You would have known the liar. Check their hands for newsprint. Oh, I never thought. Yeah, every finger I find with newsprint on it, I'm cutting off with these shears. And do you know the the thing is, I always suspected it was go, all three. Oh, oh shit, I just I moved the box to the back of the studio. My bad, guys, I'm going to yeah. let you go. <laughs> I've always suspected it was all three because none of them invited me to their house again. Uh, I didn't accuse anyone, but they all just wanted nothing to do with me. So I thought they maybe just shared them out. Well, I was at a house party with one of my mates. Expensive. And he, he lived with his granddad and his granddad was away. And over the course of the, the week, uh-huh. the, the weekend of the party, it was a pretty good good party someone nicked all his silver oh and just he never found out who it was yeah. obviously it wasn't he knew it wasn't a me but uh, I wouldn't steal yeah if you people's houses and uh, I'll shoplift if I'm hungry <laughs> but the uh, <laughs> I have in the past but I was really hungry uh, but uh, yeah somebody had been just stealing it but as nice as you know what I mean never yeah. let it be said <sighs> yeah yeah People are opportunists. I had a fantastic CD collection. Yeah. And I had this singer that would come up and I would write stuff. And it, just after a while, I, I looked at my wall and I went, what, what, where's everything gone? And I just didn't notice that the, the, the CD collection was getting thinner and thinner. Jesus Christ. Just taking them. The only person there was a singer. Just can gone. You, can if you ever lend somebody a book and they mm-hmm. just never give it back to you? Oh, it drives me Are you mental. trying to tell me something? Did you lend me anything? I don't no, think so. No, no. no. <laughs> You know what I mean? I can, but you lend somebody something, and yeah. I, I, I bought. I, I don't really like lending people books, but people put you in a position. They'll be at your house and go, "I've never read that book." And then they give you that look. It's, yeah, you don't want it damaged. The Queen's. This is how they were talking about the royal family earlier. The Queen's yeah. Queen Mary. Okay. The, the Queen's grandmother. Right. Okay. Am I right in that? I don't know. I don't follow that team. Doesn't matter. But she, what she would do is she'd go and stay with people. Now, she wouldn't have stayed in her council house. Right, She yeah. would stay in somebody's big mansion. Mm-hmm. And then she would let it be known, I really love that. And pe- they would just give it to her. What? So she'd say, oh, that family heirloom, the picture you have. And they would just, they were obliged Oh my as the God. way of the etiquette. So say, she just went about robbing all the I'd other say, people. listen here, cunt. Yeah. I've just, I've made you a breakfast. Yeah. I put on some boiled eggs for you. Yeah. And now you're wanting yeah. a picture yeah. of my family, you're you fucking effect, weirdo. No, but it was like in the little fucking diamond rings, just steal just it, take everything. Stealing it. But there's a thing, they made her, this is maybe what's wrong in this country in many ways, they thought she was a bit down. Mm-hmm. So the entire country gave her a doll's house. But it's like a doll's house you've never seen. It's the size of this kind of... It would okay. fill half of this room. Right. So the the little model cars in the garage were made by Rolls-Royce. What? But not made like a toy, made like a miniature Rolls-Royce. And in the bookshelves, there's light, tiny little leather-bound books. And the stories in them were written by like the, the great mm-hmm. authors. Of the, Conan Doyle wrote Here's one. Here's the thing. And they gave it to her. She'd everything in the world they thought, it'll cheer her up. I hear... A lot about privilege. Oh, I, I think that's privilege. That's privilege. <laughs> Jesus Christ! There's just the stuff they have. But I bet it didn't make her happy. No, because she was a she was a cheerless bitch. A, no, it would make her happy. Aye. Someone saying, "Shut the fuck up." Aye. You go and do some. About rough go and do some manual labour. Go into the neap, turnip field. Yeah. I bet she'd come out tired you know, and went. I feel I've achieved something. Do you know? Um, Susan, is it Susan Susan Townsend? Did she write? I think, um, yeah, yeah, I know. Adrian Mole. Yes, yes. Uh, she wrote a book 
she, I think she's dead now, but her stuff was really good. I used to I yeah, remember I liked Adrian, Adrian Moll, loved it. Uh, she wrote one with the royal family, they, 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 they get thrown out, but uh-huh. they just end up living in a council. Wonderful, estate. yeah. And they kind of get on board with it. And Charles it, finds himself just, it's a revelation. You know what? You know what? I think that's what happens. Because this is my theory. I've mm-hmm. said to you before about on Star Trek, you know, with the the holodeck, uh-huh. oh. it can never properly oh work because you can't get hurt in it. Now, I know you could say, oh, you could take off safety things, but in reality, if they had that, you wouldn't he get hurt. killed a Borg. Yeah, okay. I know you're going to be into details, but we don't care. It's not details, it's fundamentals, it's, my friend. Fundamentals. fundamentals and details. There's a big difference there, right? So, it would never work because... The reality is what you're after. Right. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And no matter what virtual reality, no matter which holodeck you've got, it's not real. You want the fear of death, the fear of failure. Okay. And actually, failure gives you something in life that these things can't. So if you put the royal family in a council estate, they might sit down one day and go, fuck, this is... This is this yeah, is me. like Charles in his head would like to think he's just an ordinary guy. And then imagine, but you, he doesn't, imagine but you gave that to yeah, him. You uh, are an ordinary guy. But his he's notion of ordinariness is just ridiculous. Yeah. I have, down in my studio somewhere, I have a, the Royal Cookbook. Okay. And it was written by a guy who's a former chef for the Royal okay, Family. Right. did all their day-to-day meals. Mm-hmm. And it's all just ordinary food, but just done fancy. Exactly. They don't, exactly. It's weird, it's fish and chips. Yeah. And then everything's laid out. The Queen has to hover uh, tea in this one cup, this teacup, and apparently it's just a cheap couple uh, of pound teacup. Probably got a face in the front. It'll have something like that, you know, and a flag. But that's, I'm pretty convinced of that. I'm pretty they're convinced. a funny old bunch. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, I'm led to believe they're quite thick. Yeah, Because if you had any imagination, you go, this is absurd. This is ridiculous. You'd wake up in the middle of the night going, what the fucking hell is this? Yeah. I'm living in a palace. But how, now here's the thing, uh-huh. when we're in our situations, everyone strives to improve yourself. Yeah, do. Everything's handed to you. How do you improve you, yourself? You don't improve yourself. They and I'm, I don't like the royals, right? No. But there must be a part of them that's completely devoid, and they've yeah. got this emptiness. You know how pedigree dogs are a bit thick. Yeah, they're no right. Yeah. They're just they're no. It's a wee scrappy little terrier that you want. They're the good one. They're the go getters. That's us. And that's us. We're like scrappy little. You've got the looks of it. I've got the mind of it. Oh, I see. Okay. I, I no. I'm too, I'm too well fed for a. A scrappy, a scrappy, scrappy dog. Okay, I've got the looks for I've it. Maybe, <laughs> I've worked for a, a, a... I'm the dog of a butcher who beats his wife but gives me plenty of sausages. One of those really red-faced butchers. I can see it. Ken, how you see it? Remember outside butcher shops? There used to the be big those, model. The big fiberglass jolly butcher. Yeah. I'm the wee, I'm his the dog. The people used to rub its tummy and all the paint was missing on the butcher's tummy. Always were. It was oh. the same guy. Who, where were they made? There's a whole... You know what? That's a, that, That's why I say, right? There's a business for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Fiberglass. Because someone had a whole factory of, of fiberglass butchers. Butcher men. With extra thick paint on the tummy. Yeah. When I was at art school, I put in a proposal. I wanted to visit, like, a, a, a sex toy factory. Okay. Because I just wanted to see the dildos and rubber fannies just coming, just coming down. Because I worked in the chicken factory, and the chickens used to come down. You know and the... Th- you know the, the rubber fannies are made inside out and there's yeah. some guy going, I fucking hate this. <laughs> Blowing at it, turning it, sticking his fist in, throwing it to the side saying, oh. I, 
I want to get out of here. I'm going to go to college you know and become what the a plumber. Worst, you know what the worst job would be? You know those real sex dolls, the very expensive ones? Yeah, deep cleaner. When you break the fannies on them, you have to send them back. So there's oh. a return pole. Do they get? Do they have a return Oh, God. Oh, the smell. It'd be like I'd be like a, a skips factory. But have you seen those things with the skin off? They've got like an armature. It's all. Oh. Oh, they've got eyes. Oh. That would be the thing. Is my friend says hey, it'd be pretty cool having one of them. Why? I just said it out loud. Now went. Would that not terrify you? I'm kind of scared of dolls. Do you not think that's got a very that says a lot about his attitude towards women? Yes, I would. See, I yeah, see no difference your between ideal, a sex doll. Your ideal woman. It, no, it's a sex doll. Mattress. Well, it's, it's the same. No, but I, I, if you have sex with a sex doll, that means you want to have sex with a comatose or dead woman. Yeah. You're like, I, I like women, apart from their personality, their and voices. Their heartbeat. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, I find it very strange. So you have strange. to put it in the bath to heat it up a little bit. No, I think they like them cold. <gasps> I think you get some with heaters built <gasps> in. They've, they've got one that's that's interactive and it just goes, you're so big. That's what oh, it does. Jesus. I saw a guy, there's a park just up from here, oh. and I saw a guy having a picnic with his sex pillow. Jesus Christ. And it was like an anime character on it. Well, and remember, he's, sitting, he's oh. giving it a drink of wine. I don't think it took a sip, but in his mind it was. He the, was having a day out. There are men who will get a thing on their phone that just sends them sexy texts. It's just generated by yeah. an app, and they're knocking one off to it. They know, oh God. they know it's not any. What the fuck is you that? You see, but they haven't got the to the point. They're they're like royals. There's no failure in yeah, their life that's when they in do cell that. Extreme. Yes, but the failure for us is part of it, because it's like, how do you know happiness without sadness? How do you know success without failure? They don't take that risk. I suppose children have a teddy bear and they just anthropomorphise the thing they think it's a real thing yeah but they're children yeah but it's, well, some people but never that's a, that's a but part of their part, developing mind yes, and they don't but some, get a part of your mind is ba- in your basic level you develop a lot of like fears and all kinds of things and they yeah. stick around isn't, they're not very rational I'm terrified of dolls and a yeah. sex doll. Can you imagine walking in your oh. house at night oh, God. and there's a sex doll just sitting there? Oh, judging you. Yeah. Don't put the light. You put the light off. Now I've said many times after you've finished knocking one off watching porn and you, you look at the porn oh. you're watching, you're like you fucking sinner. Now you've got someone sitting beside you who doesn't move. I like knocking stuff off to the beach grove garden. Who doesn't? Just the way they pull those. Like radishes out the neeps. Oh, <laughs> when they bank up those tatties. On that <gasps> note, oh, is that the end of it? Do we need to it. tell people to wash their balls? No, I think it's all over. It. You know what? This disease hasn't gone anywhere. Keep washing no. your balls for Christ's well, sake. No, what I did was I got some lacquer you get for boats, and I've just spray painted them. Finishing gel. Finishing gel. Nothing gets through it. Nothing gets through it. A mollusk will fall right off it. It just. I, I had a limpet try to attach itself. Can't do it. Can't do it people we're back we're, we're back, back with in the studio we'll the... probably give each other covid here oh jesus oh, God, that don't... was a sleazy episode that was a sleazy if episode if anybody gets a chance if people feel dirty after this go and watch a film called bordello of blood oh the... jesus christ <sighs> later sleazier than us Ta-da. bordello of blood i watched it last <laughs> night